Welcome to the official podcast of the Milwaukee Brewers. This is Brewers on Tap. Here's the pitch. A Time to tap the keg with Lane Grindle. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 201 of Brewers on Tap. The crew sitting at an even 500 at 25 and 25, coming off that dramatic four game split with the San Diego Padres this week. What a series that ended up being. The Brewers winning the first game with Brandon Woodruff on the mound on Monday and then losing a tough one on Tuesday. The extra innings loss on Wednesday night and then bouncing back and winning an extra innings on Thursday afternoon. It was a really good series against what I think are two teams that are headed for the postseason if things continue along the the paths that they've been on. I know the Brewers right now would not be in the postseason if the season ended today, but we're only uh, less than a third of the way into the year, and I still believe with this pitching staff that this team's going to find themselves in the postseason conversation and probably in the postseason when it's all said and done. I'll bet on great pitching all day long, and the Brewers have that, and I think this offense is going to slowly but surely keep coming along. I think we've seen signs of that over the last week-plus or so for the crew. So the crew sits at 25-25 and after that four-game split with San Diego. They are currently, as we record this, three games back of St. Louis in the NL Central. The Cubs playing right now as we speak, of course, against the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, Brewers two and a half back of the Cubs at this point in time. But I I think a great opportunity still in front of this team. They have hung around. They're in there. They kind of weathered that storm of that tough stretch. And now they're back to playing much better baseball again. I think exciting times are ahead. Of course, since we last talked, big trade went down for the crew. They sent J.P. Fireisen and Drew Rasmussen to the Tampa Bay Rays in exchange for Willie Adamas and Trevor Richards. Richards is a guy that has a really good changeup. He has a good potential. He's had a track record of being a a reliable arm out of the bullpen. Had a little bit of a rough day on Thursday in his first inning of work. Bounced back and pitched better in his second inning of work against the Padres. But Adamas is the key ingredient to this trade for the crew. They, They let two really good arms in Fire Eisen and Rasmussen go in exchange for a guy that they believe is the shortstop of the future for the Brewers. Adamas was one of the top prospects in baseball as he was coming up with the Rays. He's been a part of a lot of winning baseball with the Rays. He was part of the World Series last year, and he's been a good hitter. In 2019 and 2020, his production offensively, the Brewers would have loved to have had. He's had good production as a shortstop offensively. Off to a tougher start this year, but that's not the case with the Brewers. Since he came over in the trade with the Brewers, he's 7-for-20, a double, a home run. He's driven in six. He's got an OPS north of 1,000. That'll play. Probably won't keep up at that level. That's how good that is, but that'll play. Big-time arm, elite defender. It gives you a really lethal combo up the middle with this infield defense with Willie Adamas and Colton Wong. He's also a plus-plus clubhouse guy, and we've seen that already. A guy that loves to get involved in the celebrations after a big hit or after a home run. A guy that plays with a little bit of flair and plays loud, which is not a bad thing. It's a very good thing. And he's very humble and appreciative that he's a part of this Brewers organization. You're going to hear from Willie Adamas, by the way, coming up 
in the podcast today. Also today on the podcast, we're going to hear from Lorenzo Kane. Now, this conversation's a little bit dated. It's over a week old. I talked to him when he was in Kansas City when the Brewers started up that last road trip, and we haven't had a chance to play it for you yet. So it's a little bit dated, but I want you to hear from Lorenzo Kane because he is excited to be back with the crew again this year. He's embracing that leadership role that he has with his team, and he's a big part of things, obviously, as a guy that has been there, done that, won World Series championships, played in the NLCS with the crew, and he is really bullish on this team and where it can end up before it's all said and done. So those are some fun conversations that you're going to get a chance to listen in on uh, before it's all said and done here today. Brewers, statistically, starting to see some of those numbers offensively get a little bit better. You know, Narvaez has really carried things. He's cooled down a little bit, but some other guys stepping up. Colton Wong's been that steady, just that steady 273 batting average, getting on base at a 346 clip, getting some doubles. He has the most doubles on the team with 10. And uh, just, you know, kind of doing the Colton Wong thing. He's been really good. That's exactly what the Brewers thought they were going to get when they signed him. A few other guys that are starting to really get going. We told you about Adamas. He was hitting under 200 when the Brewers made the trade for Willie Adamas. And now Willie Adamas is hitting 350 with the crew. He's 7 for 20 with the crew. But on the entire season... His batting average all the way up to 217. So he has raised it significantly, and he's hit well with the Brewers. But some other names for the Brewers that are starting to get going a little bit. Avi Garcia, kind of steady as well. He's been hot. He's been cold. But the number's just kind of hovering around that 252 range. Eight home runs. That's the most on the team. 25 driven in uh, as well. Right there on the heels of Travis Shaw, who has 26 driven in. Travis has cooled off. Travis hit his sixth home run of the season in that series against the Padres, but he's cooled off a little bit. Luis Urias keeps coming up with big hits and has done a decent job of drawing walks. He has 20 walks this year, so he's get on, getting on base at a, at a pretty decent clip for Luis Urias as well. Manny Pena hit another home run in that series against the Padres. He's got four home runs now on the year, so there's some pieces there. Uh, Lorenzo Kane still waiting for him to get really hot. Keston Hira, Looking for him to get really hot. Jackie Bradley Jr., who had the walk-off base hit against the Padres on Thursday, still waiting for him to get really hot. Those guys have all done it before. Christian Yelich, he's back, looking for him to get hot. These are guys that have all done it before. They have been at a very high level before in their careers. When you talk about Yelich, when you talk about Hira, when you talk about Kane, and we talk about Bradley. So it pays to have patience and to understand that the time is coming where these guys are going to get hot and this offense is going to go to a different level. And I just I keep preaching that. I keep telling you that. And I know you're saying, okay, when's it going to happen? It's going to happen. It will happen. The first thing that had to happen is all these guys had to get healthy at the same time. Well, they're all healthy right now. That's good. we got to keep them healthy. But this team also has a hot streak in it, and I mean a big-time hot streak in it. There's going to be a 10 out of 12. There's going to be an 11 out of 13, I truly believe, with this team as long as guys stay healthy and as long as this pitching staff continues to do what it has done so far. Yeah, they're not at the top of every statistic pitching-wise, but there's a lot of reasons for that. When you look at the rotation and you look at Woodruff, Burns, Peralta, Hauser, Brett Anderson, Eric Lauer, who's been outstanding, you got six guys that I'd put up against about any other six in Major League Baseball right now. I'll start with that. 
and I'll see what happens from there. I like this team still. I like where they're headed. I think there's some really good baseball around the corner for this team, and they've been keeping their head above water, sitting at 500 right now and just three games back of first in the NL Central. Uh, the other big news, of course, we know that it, we're going to full capacity, and this is exciting stuff because we're going to start welcoming more and more fans into American Family Field. How can you not be excited about that? How can you not be a little bit romantic about that, to be honest with you? Because this summer, with fans in the stands and full stands eventually before it's all said and done, it's just going to start feeling more normal for all of us, and we love it. Now, here's the deal, okay? So you are going to see the rest of the season's tickets. So when, when it goes to full capacity on June 25th, the rest of the season's tickets from June 25th on are going on sale on June 4th. We're going to have a tropical tailgate for that date on June 4th. So you can come out and be a part of that. Should be a lot of fun. Should be exciting. You can get your single-game tickets when you need. Um, and then, of course, the other part is we're going to dub June 25th as reopening day. And we're going to have all those opening day festivities we didn't get to have the first time around. So, essentially, the 2021 home opener was April 1, but it wasn't very traditional. So, we're going to have another opening day, and we're going to be at 100% capacity on June 25th, and it's going to be the traditional afternoon start. It's going to be a 3-10 start against the Rockies. We're going to have appearances by Cecil Cooper, Paul Molitor. There's going to be a special national anthem performance and a bunch of other ceremonies that will be held over the course of the day, and they're going to herald the beginning of a new season at that point in time. All fan and attendants are going to receive a special magnet schedule courtesy of Palermo's, reflecting the remaining 43 home, 44 road game schedule from that point to the season's end. And the first 10,000 fans also going to receive a free 1980s Brewers t-shirt sponsored by Northwestern Mutual. Reopening day is a recognition both of American Family Field at 100% capacity for the first time since September of 2019 and the reopening of the city of Milwaukee. That's the quote from Brewers president of business operations, Rick Schlesinger. And we can't wait to see you out there. Again, the Tropical Tailgate coming your way June 4th. That's coming up. Like the Arctic Tailgate, Hardy fans are going to be allowed to camp out at American Family Field the night of Thursday, June 3rd, beginning at 11.30 p.m. And uh, the forecast looks a little bit better than the last couple of Arctic Tailgates. So we're guessing it's going to be a little bit warmer for that camp out for you. And uh, there's going to be a midnight movie on a giant outdoor screen, snacks for all the early arrivals as well. And then the next morning, the first 500 fans at the box office will receive the following, all free, limited edition, 2021 reopening day T-shirt, beer from Molson Coors and screwdrivers, courtesy of Sky Vodka in Delaware North, sausage strips from Johnsonville, breakfast pizza from Palermo's, donuts from Greaves Bakery, soda from Pepsi, reopening day, Photo opportunities, games, prizes, including Brewers merchandise, autographed items, tickets to Hawaiian Shirt Night on June the 12th. And uh, I'm going to be out there, so hopefully I'll see you out there too. Gorman Thomas is going to be out there. Larry Heisel is going to be out there. We can't wait to see you out there for the Tropical Tailgate coming up on June 4th. All right, let's jump into it. Brewers sitting at 25 and 25. I had a chance to catch up with Lorenzo Kane last week. I want you to hear the conversation. You've already made your return trip to KC. It was basically 
within the first couple of weeks of you coming back to the crew. So you kind of got that out of the way. This will probably feel a little bit more normal this time around, I'm guessing. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. It's going to be, you know, it's, it's always fun coming back here. You know, I spent so much time here. Uh, so many great memories. Um, I mean, all the people, great people around from front office people to coaches to trainers to strength guys. So just so many great people here, great atmosphere, fans, of course. Um, just goes without saying. But, uh, yeah, it's always special, and it just brightens me up every time I come back here and play. A lot of that roster's turned over, but there are still some guys left over from your time. Danny Duffy, of course, is still there, but Salvi Perez is is a mainstay in Kansas City and, and one of the cornerstones of the franchise. And it's probably nice for you to come back, one, see those guys, but also not have Salvi uh, stalking you with his phone trying to record videos of you all the time, because I know that was a favorite pastime of his. Oh, man, yeah, he, he really enjoyed that. Uh, he knows how much I don't like to be on the camera. So, um, yeah, he definitely took it to another level as far as just bothering me with the camera, you know, messing with me every single day. So, uh, yeah, but he's, he's a great guy. You know, uh, we had a lot of fun together over there. Um, you know, definitely missed that group that I played with. I mean, I, I thought it was a very special group. Um, guys just went up there and just played their hearts out and, and, and did everything necessary for the team. And uh, I say it was just a fun group, and we had a blast. We had a, we had a great time. Lorenzo, you're part of a really fun group now as well with a lot of talent. Uh, one of the jokes for you in the batting cage for the last few years has always been no pop, that you don't have pop. And yet, you know, you've, there's been a couple times this year where you've shown you still have some pop. Uh, is it fun? Do you get a lot of a, a lot of heckling from the guys in the dugout when you do go deep? Yeah, you know, uh, you know we, don't, we don't see it very often. You know, I, I usually sit around the 10 to 15, right, right between the 10 to 15 homer mark. Um, yeah, so, but uh, like I said, they, they heckle me all day in cages, all day during BP. I mean, I don't have pop. And, um, yeah, it, it's just a running joke. So it, it's been happening for a long time. It, it didn't start here. It's been happening for a long time. <laughs> but uh, I, I, try to, I try to every now and then show, show them that I still got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've seen it in some big moments, too, so far this year. Obviously, Christian, it looks good that he's going to be back, of course, now. And, and, and that's just got to be a great boost for this entire team. Yeah, I mean, like I say you got a, a caliber player like that uh, missing for most of the season. Um, definitely going to hurt the team. But at the same time, I feel like guys are, are finding their way, trying to step up as, as, as best they can. And uh, we've been playing our tails off. Uh, definitely have been going the way we want it, but uh, like I say that's why you continue to battle. That's why you played 162 games, and uh, you know nothing, nothing's written in stone right now. We got to keep battling, keep keep trying to figure this thing out, and hopefully things change. But uh, definitely glad to have him back. Everybody's excited. He's excited, so uh, we'll, we'll go ahead tonight and see what happens. And Lorenzo, you know, you talked about maybe things aren't going the way you want them to be going right now, but that's just the standard you guys have set right now with the Brewers. You're two games back. You're right where a lot of teams would like to be. And with the starting pitching doing what it's doing, you guys have a great chance to, to, to put this thing all together before it's all said and done. Oh, 100%. We're definitely still in it. I mean, we still got a long ways to go. I mean, we're right in the thick of things right now. Um, I say that's, that's, there's no quit. You know, there's no give up on this team. And uh, we're going to battle it out, regardless of what happens the rest of the way. You know, you're going you're gonna to see a lot of hustle, a lot of, a lot of heart out there on the field day in and day out. And uh, at, at the end of the day, that's all you're going to ask for. And uh, guys going to give it their all. And, um, you know, hopefully we're – where we want to be, and that's in the playoffs, and, and hopefully advancing further and further as we go. How fun is it to have the depth that this team has? And it's been challenged early in the year with the injuries. 
and yet it seems like there's just a, a an unbelievable wealth of depth with this organization right now. Yeah, we got a lot of guys that you know where everyone's asking to step up, and uh, I feel like they they're doing a great job of that. And uh, like I said, you just never know what's going to happen throughout a season, and uh, you need great depth. Um, you know, injuries happen. You know, um, I know a lot of guys thought we had too many outshooters at first, but uh, we see how that played out. So um, yeah, we just got to keep finding it. Finding uh, consistent at bats, you know, getting on base for each other. Uh, I mean, the pitching has been lights out. They've been doing their thing, so uh, we try to go out there and play great defense behind them. And uh, hopefully, we're right there where we want to be at the end. And uh, you know, it's in the playoffs, so you know, we still got a still got a ways to go. But uh, you know, hopefully, we're there. Lorenzo, last question for you: You have made some great plays on the base paths over the years. Some some incredible <laughs> baseball IQ plays where you're just thinking three steps ahead of everybody else. What do you attribute that to? Is that student of the game stuff? Is it instinctual? You you make play. I mean, you could have a whole highlight tape just of you running the bases and and being ahead of everybody else in terms of what you're thinking. Yeah, you know, it's me. I've I've always uh, relied on my instincts. Uh, um, that, that's that's always been a big part of my game. You know, I I've, I feel like I've I've played at another level when I'm just relying on my my instincts and uh you know um just let it take over while I'm out there on the field. That's hitting defense, running the bases, you know, in all phases. And, uh, you know, I, I fare well, you know, for, for my career so far. And uh, I'm just trying to continue to keep that up. Um, but uh, I, I'm trying to rub off on these guys in, in different ways. Um, and, and and things, you know, for me, it has went well throughout my career. But uh, I, I want to finish strong. You know, I want to get back to the playoffs and hopefully get to another World Series before it's all said and done. And, uh, yeah, just – it's just me just being having my instincts take over and just reaction to everything. Well, Lorenzo, we appreciate it. I know these guys all look up to you. You're one of the the, the leaders and the voices in this clubhouse, and uh, the Brewers are in good hands with your leadership. We appreciate it so much. Thanks so much. No problem at all. Thanks for having me, and, uh, yeah, have a great day, man. Yeah, we gotta, got to go get them tonight. Big thanks to Lorenzo Kane for joining us on Brewers on Tap. Willie Adamas, we were just talking about what he's brought to the table for the crew from an offensive standpoint, from a defensive standpoint, from an energy in the clubhouse standpoint. He's been a really popular player in his first week with the crew. I had a chance to sit down with him in D.C. before the start of this series. And, of course, game one rained out, so there's going to be a doubleheader on Saturday. But I had a chance to talk to Willie about what it's been like to be a part of the Brewers so far. Let's break it down. Willie Adamas, the newest member of the crew, joins us here. What a great entry into your Brewers career it's been so far. You're 7 for 20. The big go-ahead home run in the seventh inning yesterday. Four hits in total. You've settled into this group pretty quickly. Yeah, you know, I'm excited, excited about this new opportunity. You know, excited to join this uh, big team, you know, this big clubhouse. And, you know, these big guys that we have in the team. You know, it's been it's been it's been great. You know, the the <clears throat> the way that they welcome me to the team, the way that we've been playing, it's been great. And you know, I'm I'm really excited about this uh, this ride. You know, about being here. Uh, hopefully, I can continue to contribute to the team, and you know, hopefully, we can keep winning games. You had some familiarity with a handful <clears throat> of guys before you came over in the trade. How much easier did that make it, knowing guys like Avi? Yeah, that make that make me feel you know more comfortable knowing that Avi was here. I know Narvaez, Freddie, uh, D. Rob, 
and you know that made me feel more comfortable obviously when you know some some faces it's gonna be more com comfortable but the way that the older guys introduced them themselves to me you know with a smile on their face that made me feel you know really good because everybody was happy so you know I felt like I was just coming home the way that Abby waited for me too it was special you know it's, it's been special for me and you know I'm just excited like I say and you know uh I just just gonna continue to embrace this uh new ride and you know learn from this old uh, this uh great guys we have in the clubhouse and you know just happy all around Willie, we heard a lot about your energy level and how you bring a lot of energy to the ballpark every day when the trade went down a week ago, basically, is when the trade happened. Uh, a lot has happened in that week since, but we've <laughs> had a chance to see you, and and you do bring a lot of energy. You're on the top step of the dugout all the time. You're pulling the helmet off of guys after they hit home runs. Uh, it seems like it's kind of infectious and that everybody kind of gets in on it, too. Because they enjoy that. Has that just always been your style that you love the game so much? Why not have fun while doing it? Yeah, that's just me, man. I always say that, you know, I, I love to have fun. If I don't if if I don't do that, then, you know, I'm I'm not going to enjoy the game. So that's just me. That's my personality. And, you know, I'm, I'm always I try to be happy all the time. I try to, you know, bring that energy every day because, you know, that makes that make that makes it easier. You know, this game is already hard. So, you know, if you don't have fun, you're going to get frustrated. You're going to get all those things to your head. And, you know, we just got to have fun. And, you know, I'm happy that <clears throat> that I brought that to the team and, you know, that everybody's kind of like embracing it. And, you know, I'm just happy that that is infectious. And, you know, that all the people are, like, uh, receiving it with open arms. <clears throat> Willie, you are well known for um, your defense. Uh, you are, you're known as an elite defender. And now you get to form the up-the-middle up duo with Colton Wong, who may be the best second baseman in baseball. How excited are you to play I next was, to him? Yeah, I was so excited. You know, that was, that was one of the first things I thought you know, that came to my head when I, when I was like, when I, I got traded, you know, just to play right next to him, you know, to learn from him. And like you say, he's, he's the, one of the best, if he's not the best second baseman in the game. And, you know, it's excited, you know, I'm, I've been looking forward to like make some nasty double plays and, you know, nasty plays with him. And, you know, like I say, just learn from him. He's, he's such a great guy. I play with his brother, you know, uh, uh, I'm kind of like familiar with, with him because, you know, I've I seen it on FaceTime and, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's, it's for me, it's a pleasure to play not right next to him and just trying to learn some things from him. And, you know, hopefully we can make some great plays and, you know, make a lot of double plays and make a lot of plays for the fans, you know, so they, they can enjoy it. I want to ask you about the new celebration that this team is doing. And, and it kind of coincided with your arrival. I know Manny Pena was the originator of, uh, I guess it's, I'm the tiger. It, you know, yeah. you put the claws up and you kind of yeah. growl back at the dugout. This thing's kind of catching on a little bit. How fun is it? It, it is really fun. It is really fun. I'm, I'm enjoying it the most because, you know, I love, I love those, the celebration things, you know, that makes it even, even more fun. So, uh, Manny was the Manny the first 
first day I got here, he was like, yo, I do this every time. So whenever you get the first, you, you got to do it whenever you get a hit. And I was like, I'm down for it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm 100% in. And, you know, I, everybody's starting to, like, get on it and, like, enjoy it. And I'm I'm just, I, I feel so good about that because that makes me have more fun. Absolutely. Well, and, and the more fun you have, the better you play. That that seems to be the case. That's right. With most guys in this game, it can be a long season if you don't have fun doing it. Willie, we appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Big thanks to Willie Adamas for joining us here on Brewers on Tap. That's going to do it for us here today. Again, tomorrow, doubleheader in D.C., Brewers and Nationals, and then Sunday, the final game of that series and that road trip, just a three-game road trip to Washington, then back home for the homestand couple of games with the Tigers, then Wednesday off, and then a four-game series with the Diamondbacks on the weekend. Have a great one, everybody. Have a safe and healthy Memorial Day as well. We will talk to you next week. Until that time, I'm Lane Grindle. Go Crew.